0: Christian McCartan is such a dear long-term friend of uh, Natalie and myself. He, uh, he attended our Oxford Falls location for 20 years. He was on staff for 12. And two and a half years ago, him and his wife moved their family up to, it's tough to say, up to Noosa to go and uh, to plant a C3 church. The church is going so well. God is on the move. Uh, Natalie and myself have the uprope respect for this man of God. He is just soul of the earth. I don't think I've met a more generous uh, man on the planet. Just a wonderful man, great character and an amazing minister of the Word of God. Can we give Pastor Christian McConaughey a really warm welcome here this morning? Come on, let's give God a mighty hand clap this morning. Come on, we worship you, Lord. God, you are amazing. All oh, glory, all oh, honor to you. Come on, every voice, every hand lifted, every voice lifted. Come on, heaven's going to invade this place this morning. God, by your power, smooth by your spirit this morning. Heavenly Father, come and touch life and do what we cannot do. We glorify you, Lord. We bless you. In Jesus' mighty name. This is awesome. I was standing there, we were worshipping. You guys are unbelievable. Yeah. You truly really are unbelievable. And I, th- I honestly thought to myself, there is not another place on the planet I would rather be right now. I would not want to be doing anything else but worshipping God. Can I tell you, you will never waste time in a place of worship. There-, there is never lost moments in the presence of God. And man, it is a delight and an honour to be here this morning. This, tr- this church is good for my soul. I, I love my church. I love Oxford. I come here and I feel like I'm home and I feel like I step into something. Can I, can I honor you and encourage you this morning? You've journeyed and you've journeyed well and God is here. God isn't in every church I go to like this. God is everywhere. But you've done something to attract God and man I am excited I'm excited for today and I'm excited for the future can we give God one more hand clap before we take our seats this morning thank you Lord thank you Lord and uh, can I honour your pastors um, I love them for so many reasons but they're just great people they're excellent at everything that they do they're rising and the cream always rises to the top but and God, it's, it's God recognises things in people's world but they are just beautiful people they are, and, and you know They are generous. They are loving. They're two of our greatest friends, two of our greatest sources of encouragement. Melissa and I have had the pleasure of having both of them on separate occasions. Nat got out of it once. She came up, she was sick apparently, and just wanted to stay at home when she was meant to preach. But that was okay. Hearts, you know, looked after things for us. But they've both come and preached for us, blessed our church. You know, Nat just, you know, after Nat came up, they said, Do you have to be our pastor anymore? Can she move up to Noosa? Uh, but, you know, we couldn't afford it, so I've stayed there. So we love these guys. Can you, you know, thank your pastors? Absolutely fantastic. Love you guys. Thank you. Grab your seats. Uh, church is going really well. Uh, guys, thank you. Uh, can I, I just want to say something to Apina and something to Dan in a minute, if that's okay, so everybody else can take their seats if you guys can hang around for a second. Can I show you a quick photo? Church is doing really good. Uh, we launched Compassion two weeks ago. And so we've just been going for about 18 months as a church. And as a church last week, these are the 20 kids we sponsored. So I was, I was so blessed. My church is generous. They're great people. We've formed a great leadership team. Uh, and every week we're seeing at least two to five visitors come to church, people asking Christ into their life. We're growing. Uh, we start youth in two weeks' time. We just ran our first CAP course the second week of that this week. Uh, and God is just doing, do, doing a work. Uh, but I'm blessed because I'm part of the family and we're just your extended family up in Noosa. So if anybody wants to come on holiday at any time, I feel like prophesying that there's people that should be moving, Look, but I won't do that. Pastor Phil will call me back next week and chastise me. Hey, um, before we start, Dan, I'm going to pray for you. Your back's going to be healed. I'm telling you, I looked at you and I felt like life and circumstances tried to hem you in and you've actually felt like you've been in an enclosed place. But as I looked at you, God said, water always finds its own level. And I thought, just leading into presence, you may have been at a certain level, but God is about to rain down on your life. And that, that place of limitation and containment will not be able to contain you because you're going to rise above it. And I feel like it's a, it's a new day. And you go, yeah, yeah, I've heard that before, it's a new day. I'm telling you, the anointing of God, the power of heaven is about to come on your life and He's literally going to transport you. If you will stay in the river, if you'll just let him just, just flow with God, he's about to take you into that place of fulfillment of dreams. So can I pray for you? Is that all right? Thank you, Lord. Come on, church. This morning we're going to see healing in the house of God. Father, touch Dan. Heal his back, Lord. The power of God upon his life. From the top of his head to the soles of his feet, Lord, the power of God upon him. Jesus, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You're going to feel peace that you haven't felt for a long time. Anxieties are just going to lift. Burdens that are weighing down on your mind are just going to lift. I tell you, he who the sun sets free is free indeed. Be free. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Pina, Pastor Nat said it before to Leon, but... As we were standing there worshipping, I felt like you are a gift to this church. You truly are a gift. And God, there's a fresh anointing coming upon you. And what you've seen and experienced is just the beginning of what God's going to do for you. I I see a day of enlargement upon you because you've happily sacrificed. And I see you pushing people to the front. You don't have to have the limelight. You don't have to be in the spot. You, you want to make a way. You lift others. And God said, exactly what you've done for others, I'm going to do for you. And I'm t- it's exciting times. But I just see a fresh anointing coming upon you, the blessing of God overtaking you. Uh, and, I, and I literally see the Holy Spirit going before you and doors swinging wide open. And it's almost like, declare what you want, and it will be so. Lord, bless this woman. Bless her family. Bless her world. Everything she touches to Lord. Let it be anointed of heaven jesus name thank you lord thank you lord thank you lord awesome fantastic you, lord. Well, two more things will come around the word i just reckon every church needs a mr Fishsticks. i don't have a mr Mr. Fish sticks does he like warm weather no, anyway <laughs> and, and and confession time i don't make my bed either <laughs> I'm always up first, I'm always up first, but Melissa makes our bed, and I just figure she gets it perfect, so why would I try? There's there's no chance I'm going to get it as tight, as neat, the pillows aren't going to be zhuzhed and anything else. She does it perfectly, and I just figure it's a blessing to her, because it looks like a picture. It looks absolutely perfect, so I just leave it there. Come on, anybody else? All the boys, all the all the ladies no chair hey uh dead for nothing god didn't die for nothing he didn't send his son for no reason and i've said it before that he didn't send his son to impress us or even to impact us god sent his son to transform our worlds that only takes shape and effect when we apply it to our world see he, he will die for nothing if we don't walk in what he died for So it's up to us, it's our response to the work of the cross that allows that that healing and that power to flow into our lives. And I was reading this week in Luke 4, starting in verse 14, it says, Then Jesus returned in the power of the Spirit to Galilee, and news of Him went throughout all the surrounding region, and He taught in their synagogues, being glorified by God. I thought, where did He return from? Because He returned from somewhere empowered. See, my church today is finishing 21 days of prayer and fasting. We've gone to a place to seek a person. And it says that Jesus returned in the power of the Spirit. So this morning we're talking about healing, but healing isn't for a person, it's for all. And healing isn't just for my life, it's for anybody I come in contact with. Can I encourage you this morning? God wants to get on you to flow through you. God wants you to be a vessel that He can fill. The Bible says those that hunger and thirst for righteousness will be filled. God wants to fill you afresh daily. He wants to fill you to overflowing so others can be blessed by your life. That you can walk in healing. That you can pray for the sick and see them healed. Uh, And I know God is going to do that in you and through you if you'll allow Him to come upon you afresh today. Amen? Amen? It says... You know, Jesus returned from the wilderness, a place of seclusion. He put himself out there, and what I love about God is He says, "If you seek Me, you will find Me." See, sometimes we go to that place of I just got to clear my head, I just got to relax, I just got. But you will come back as empty as you left. But if we, if we purpose in ourselves to seek God, to go after God, to, to push aside the worries and concerns of the world, we will find Him. And in finding Him, we will find the, the power source that is available to our lives, the healing that is available to our lives, the, the touch of the Spirit that He wants to come upon us. And He was empowered because He was praying. He was empowered because He was crying out to God. And... Uh, I love it because I know that when we press in, we will always be empowered. Whatever you're doing, keep doing it as a church, because this is a church that carries the power of heaven upon it. Keep seeking God. It's good to do it corporately, but it's even better to do it individually and then come together corporately in power. Amen? You know, I've said it before here, but Corinthians, it's one of my favorite scriptures, 1 Corinthians 4.20, the kingdom of God is not in word and deed only, but in power. Our God is a powerful God. Pastor Hartley's talking before about all things are possible to those who believe. Nothing will be impossible to those that step into faith, that those that live a life that sees beyond the natural or into the supernatural realm. And, you know, I just know in life that one of the great graces bestowed upon every single believer is the gift of healing, supernatural healing. It's a gift and a grace of God to our lives. God wants you healed and He wants you whole. It's in our DNA. He's put it on. He's put healing on the inside of us. If if I cut myself, it heals. Actually, I did. I, two weeks ago on a holiday Rio, I cut myself down my arm. My body works hard to heal itself. God wants you healed, not only physically but spiritually, and He wants us to step into that place of accepting what He has done for us, so we can truly be healed. He doesn't wanting us holding on to things from the past and guilt's and failures and pressures and fears he wants us to let go of all those things so the body can do what the body's meant to do in him amen you know and i was thinking this morning as i was praying that health and wholeness is not only god's intention but it's his purpose and his passion for your life god intends healing to be in your world if you need him to touch you this morning if you need healing in any area of your life it is available to you this morning you've come to the right place you know, how awesome is this place? This is none other than the house of God. This isn't just a hall. This is the house of God. God abides here. He is here right now. He's here to touch you right now. And it's his intention that you would be healed. It's his purpose and his passion that you would be made whole in him. And Corinthians says anybody that is in Christ is a new creation. The old is gone. The new has come. It doesn't matter what's happened in the past. It's a brand new day today. Everybody say it's a new day. New yeah. day. Healing is available. Healing is available for you. And you know, I, I was thinking through this cool story. I was, I was in Tasmania preaching at a conference and they wheeled a lady in uh, who had had her third stroke the morning before. Her name was Jan. She couldn't speak and she couldn't walk. She's in a wheelchair and God said, call her for I'm going to heal her. And so I called her forward and I said, in Jesus' name, be healed. That's all I did. I didn't wave my magic wand. I didn't touch the nerve on the back of her neck. or I didn't do any of that. I just said, in Jesus' name, be healed. And she stood up out of her chair, lifted her hand, started praising God, and walked back to her seat. I think we overcomplicate and overthink God and what He can do. But the Bible says with a faith like a child, we'll see. We, we, we have to come to that place of, God, I believe. I don't understand, but I believe. I choose to put myself in a position. If you need the touch of God upon your life this morning, can I encourage you, turn your head off and activate your heart. Pastor Phil says, flick on that switch of faith. Jude says, stir yourselves in your most holy faith. There comes a time, you know, Nat was talking about, you know, David strengthened himself. He encouraged himself in God. He was in the middle of a dark time and a dark place. The the people were against him. Circumstance was against him. It didn't look good, but he strengthened himself in God. Psalm 84 says, blessed are those whose strength is in you, who have set their heart on pilgrimage. When we journey in life, Focused on God, life works. Healing flows. Uh, redemption comes. Deliverance comes. Breakthrough is ours as we journey in Him. Amen? So it says in Luke 4.40, it says, As the sun went down that evening, people throughout the village brought every sick member of their families to Jesus. And no matter what their diseases were, the touch of His hand healed every one of them. And I checked the Greek out this week, and everyone, funnily enough, in the Greek means everyone. It, like it, it meant Everyone. Anyone he touched, any disease that they had was healed because it was a touch. We've got to come and have that touch. You know, and I was thinking before that our problems and situations always seem worse in the dark. But what I love about our God is our God is a God that brings illumination to our worlds. He always brings light into that dark situation. We get vision. We get, we get empowerment. We get passion from our God because he is, he is light. And he brings that into our world. And I love it. It says, it was going dark. The sun was setting, so they came to Jesus. In the darkest days, and the darkest moments of our life, the greatest thing to do is come to Jesus. Not to, not to run from him, but to come to him. Not to focus and fixate on our problem, but to come to Jesus. It was going dark. It might be dark in your world right now. You might be facing challenge and your circumstance may be closing in. Come to Jesus. This morning, can I encourage you, come to Jesus. We're going to pray, and I believe you're going to be delivered because of Jesus. Not because of a man, not because of a, any other, because of Jesus. Amen? It says in Malachi 4.2, it says, But for those who fear my name, the Son of Righteousness will rise with healing in his wings, and you will go free, leaping with joy like calves led out to pasture. How, how awesome is that? Exodus fifteen twenty six. he said if you will listen carefully to the voice of the Lord your God and do what is right in his sight obeying his commands and keeping all his decrees then I will not make any of you suffer any of the diseases I sent on the Egyptians for I am the Lord who heals you I am the Lord who heals you he is the Lord that heals you today he's the same yesterday today and forever if he healed then he heals today If he was for them then, he is for you today. If you're in him and in Christ and in the body, this is for you today. I am the Lord who heals you. Amen. Four thoughts around healing and then we're going to pray. Is that all right? Healing is ours through the cross. Healing is available to every single one of us because of the work of the cross. And I love what Jesus said when he hung on that cross with the last breath in his lungs. He said, it is finished. The devil's reign in the earth was finished at that point. Jesus became sin and sickness on our behalf. He descended to the depths of hell, conquering death and sin, rising victorious so that you could walk healed, so that you could accept that healing into your world. And I love what it says in Philippians 2 and 9. It says, because he was obedient even unto death, God has raised him up and given him a name which is above every other name, that at the name of Jesus every knee would bow and every tongue confess... Every sickness, every ailment, every condition must bow its knee to the name of Jesus because he was obedient unto God and God has raised him up. Come on, can we give God a hand this morning? Can we just praise the name of Jesus? The work of the cross was complete, lacking nothing. Isaiah says, by his stripes we are healed. Sickness is not God's will for your life. Pain is not God's will for your life. He wants you to seek Him and press into Him so He can bring the deliverance and His intention to your world. Uh, The second thing is healing and atonement are connected. Healing and atonement, the work of the cross, the act of surrender of Jesus going to the cross was an atoning sacrifice made on our behalf. There is a connection there. and, And we can look to the cross, but we have to accept the act. The act of atonement shows when we accept the act of atonement for our life. He paid a price we could never pay for a sin he didn't commit. But when we can accept that, I'm not worthy, I'm not good enough, I don't deserve it. No, you don't. No, you can't. No, you won't. But he did it anyway. When we accept that act, that atoning act towards our life, we receive the promise. What is the promise? I am the Lord that heals you. See, you don't have to do anything to earn your healing, earn your deliverance, earn your breakthrough. You just have to accept the atoning work of the cross. Dead for nothing. When we accept, thank you, Jesus, you died for a sinner like me. I love the song, Amazing Grace. Amazing Grace. It's exactly what the act is. It was just an act of grace for each and every one of our lives. We are all sinners. We are all made of the same flesh. We all fail. We all fall down. But he went to the cross. But, and, and, and I, love, um, I love what it says in, in Hebrews 12. It says, for the joy set before him enduring the cross what was the joy in the cross his joy was you your freedom your deliverance your salvation your breakthrough your healing that was his joy he went to the cross with that vision in mind he didn't see the guys nailing his 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 hand or putting the crown of thorns or whipping his back he saw you he saw a free life he saw a whole life. He saw a life redeemed and raised up. And though the enemy will come and lie and he'll try and take from you, if you will look to Jesus, you will see right. him looking straight on the cross, smiling at you. You are my child. I went to the cross on your behalf. Amen? Amen? You know, I love that the nature of God is revealed in the redemptive names of God. So, so you know, Jehovah means the self-existent one that reveals himself. Jehovah Jireh. Jehovah. And... and in Scripture, we find seven compound names that are used in conjunction with Jehovah. Um, and each of these names reveals a different character and aspect of the nature of God. And I love here, it says, Jehovah Jireh, the Lord will provide. He is our provider. Uh, Jehovah Nissi, the Lord our victor. We have victory in Christ through Jehovah, through Jesus. Jehovah Shalom, the Lord our peace. God brings peace into our world. You know, be anxious for nothing but in all things. Uh, Jehovah Ra, the Lord our shepherd. Jehovah Tiskanu, the Lord our righteousness. Jehovah Shama, uh, the Lord is present. I will be your ever-present help in times of trouble. I will never leave you nor forsake you. I won't leave you orphans. I'm with you always. I am present. It's the nature of God to be present in your world when you walk through a tough... Jehovah Rapha, the Lord that heals you. Healing is a redemptive right for any person that walks in Christ. Healing is a right that you can take a hold of and say, this is mine. I'm applying this to my life and my circumstance. My God is a healer. He is ever-present, and He is a healer. He's here to heal me right now. He's here to touch me right now. Can I encourage you? There needs to be a fight that rises on the inside of every Christian. Every man, woman, and child that calls himself a follower of Christ that says, this is my right, and I'm having it. Devil, you won't steal from me any longer. You won't take from me what is rightfully mine. There was a price paid on my behalf, so this is my, I own this now. You need to own your healing. You need to own your victory. You need to own your peace. And like Pastor Nat was saying, she she can't make the bed for you. She'd like to. I'd like to step into healing for you, but it's your miracle. Fight for it. Go after it by rising in faith. I remember a word that God spoke into my life in 1996, and it was, the eyes of the blind will be open when their faith lines up to the will of God for their life. Most people live blind in life because they live well below the faith level that God has for them. But when we rise in faith, He allows our sight to rise to see what He will do on our behalf, to see where He will take us, to see the answers to the problems that He already has for us. If we will will allow ourselves to go to a place of faith, He will allow us to see all that He has for us. Amen. Isaiah 54, surely He has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. You know, Third thing is this, healing is the will of God and healing is for all again exodus 15 26 i am the lord that heals you i am the lord that heals you psalm 105 says god spoke these words to about three million people all of them believed god's word and were true uh, that god's words were true the result was that all of them who needed healing were made perfectly whole uh, he god brought them forth and there was not not one feeble person among their tribes they believed and were healed in that day, they held up a stick that had a, a, a um, carved snake on it. And if they looked at that, representing Jesus on the cross, the, a Savior that would go before them many years, you know, before, it, if they looked at that, they were healed. If we look to Jesus, it says they believed and were healed. If we believe, we'll be healed. If we look to Jesus, not our circumstances, if we lift up our eyes, I love what it says in Psalms, I lift up my eyes to the hills, to where my help comes from. He is our help. Healing comes through Jesus. He will He will touch your life if you will allow him to amen and i just think most christians today have failed to believe that god actually meant what he said and It's like when the, when the enemy came to adam and Eve and said he really but did he really say that did he really say don't touch or you know, take of the you know the apple i, I, I think most christians but well god yeah i don't know that he really meant he'd heal us i don't really think he meant that he would save us or deliver us god meant what he said he meant that he'd heal you He meant that He'd go with you and go before you. He meant that He'd deliver you. He meant that He would raise you up. You can live at a place where you live above your circumstance when you realize God meant what He said. Amen? Amen. Is this helping anybody this morning? Psalm 107 says, God sent His word and it healed them. And until we're fully convinced that God wants us well, there will always be that seed of doubt in our minds. We need to get in there and weed the garden. We need to make the bed. We need to flick the switch. We need to do something that presses in. God's done what he can do on the cross. The rest is up to us to step into that atoning grace that has been given for us. Amen. Now, I love in Luke 5, 12, it's a story of a leper approaching Jesus. A social outcast that isn't allowed to come near anybody, let alone Jesus. And he says, if you are willing, you can make me whole. And it says that Jesus is stretching out his hand. I am willing. Be healed. Can I, can I encourage you this morning? God is willing to touch your life this morning. God is willing to get right in the middle of your messy circumstance and make it whole. You may have contributed to the circumstance you find yourself in. It doesn't matter. The word says, as far as the east is from the west, I, I remember not the former things. I, I've forgotten those things. If you've repented, if you've come before me and you've laid down anything that you've done, I, I, I can't even remember the issue at hand. Fourth thing is this. We'll finish with this. here. Can I get the band? Is that all right? Faith makes real the promises of God. Hebrews one says, "Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things unseen." Uh, he- Hebrews one six says, "Without faith, it's impossible to please God." God just wants you to believe. I love the story of the centurion. Says, "You know, I believe, but help me in my unbelief." It's okay not to have hundred percent faith. Come with something and let God work with that. Let God with what you've got. Let, you know, work with what you've got. I love what Joyce Meyer says, if if you're scared, do a thing scared. You might be scared to come to the altar. You might be scared to be prayed for again. You might be scared to accept a word. I want to ask you this morning, do you want to hold on to what you've got and you're suffering with? Or do you want to step out and say, you know what? I'm letting go of this thing because God, I believe. You know, faith is always the atmosphere that the power of God flows through. It's the conduit that attracts God and channels Him towards our problem. You know, faith, I see it like a heat-seeking missile. Faith says, God, it's right here. Here's where it is. And God just channels in on that thing. And as much as faith channels the power of God towards our life, doubt and fear insulates us from the touch of God upon our life. I love what F.F. Bosworth said. He said, don't doubt God. If you must doubt something, doubt your doubts because they're unreliable. But never doubt God or His Word. Don't doubt God. Don't doubt His ability. Give Him a chance. What have you got to lose this morning? God wants to touch your life and raise you up. You are in the house of God. You've made a choice here this morning to sit and position yourself at the feet of Jesus. He wants to touch your life. He wants to... Is there anybody that needs to touch a God on their world this morning? I know I do. I'm on every altar I can. Is there anybody that needs you know, release or, or deliverance or healing in your world? I'm telling you, God is here for you this morning. You've come to the right place. Amen. D.L. Murdy said this, is there any reason why you should not have faith in God? Has God ever broken one of his promises to you? I defy any infidel or unbeliever to place a finger on a single promise God has made and not kept. And I, you know, I, I read that last week and I was thinking about it this way. I thought there's not one promise God has ever made to me that has not come to pass in his perfect timing because God is faithful to his will. He is not a man that he should lie. If he has spoken a word to you, you can take it to the bank. And let me tell you, he's spoken a word to you of healing through his word. That is his promise to your life. I am the Lord that heals you. Why don't we stand to our feet? <clears throat> Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We're going we're to start worshiping and just singing forever. If you've got pain in your body right now, this morning is a morning of healing. I want you to come forward. God is going to heal you this morning. But I want us all to worship here. Let, let's raise the roof in this house. Let's let's enter heaven this morning. Thank you, Lord. Any person that's got pain in their body, just come forward now. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I Thank you, Lord. I just, I just, thank, you. thank you, Lord. Where have you got pain? How painful was it? It's like I feel like like a stick in my half of the body. Wow. Moving hard and everywhere, just just on a half of the body is pain. And honestly, right now, not just saying to me, how is how is it? No pain. No pain. No pain. Come on. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, yeah.
1: oh, lift your go ahead. Lift your
0: hands. Thank you, Lord. Holy Ghost. Power of heaven. Let's let God move amongst us this morning. He's here. He's the healer. All glory is His. Thank you, Lord. Just lift your hands if you're on the altar. Just let God touch you this morning. Thank you, Lord. The power of heaven. Oh, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Right now, the power of heaven. Be healed. Be healed in Jesus' name. Just lift your hands, my friend. Where's the pain? step forward thank you Lord lift your hands power of heaven holy ghost holy ghost holy ghost the power of heaven right now there it is be healed be healed thank you Lord come on thank you Lord thank you
1: Lord thank
0: you Lord thank you Lord my God right now the power of heaven power of heaven you Sight failing, just come forward. <laughs> I just pray for you,
1: Pastor. <laughs>
0: There's people here in your hearing. You, you almost said, Pardon? What, what's that, Pardon? God wants to heal people's hearing right now. There's people, people with um, arthritic pain, pain in your joints. Who is that? Just go, I'm going to hand back to Pastor Hartley in a few minutes just to honor time, but I'll pray for anybody after the service. But I'm telling you, if you need a touch from God this morning, Let's just come to the altar. Just come forward. We're going to worship. If you need God to move in your world, if you, if you need a miracle, come forward this morning. If you've got a terminal disease, if you've got a bad prognosis, if you, if you just need release in some area, just come forward right now and let God touch you. Thank you, Lord.
1: Thank you, Lord. We sing hallelujah. We sing hallelujah.
0: Church, I'm just going to close the meeting quietly this morning. The presence of God is here. He's in our midst and He is moving this morning. And we're not going to um, close that down. Um, Before we do, why don't you just take a seat for me in this beautiful atmosphere. I'm going to invite Pastor Hartley to come and receive a love offering this morning.
1: Just going to let this atmosphere just continue here, people being prayed for. But we do want to take up a love offering for a visiting preacher here.